You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. It is a very chilly morning in Texas right now. We're, we're expecting like a, a very cold next week as well. And I, I love the cold, but I also feel like we're not ready for it. And so I'm a little worried, but that's besides the point as usual in my introductions. I hope you had a wonderful night last night. If you didn't, you're in the right place. Uh, today though, it's a topic that was very well requested. Thank you for the request for topics. And it is about quiet time. First, what is quiet time? We'll talk about that. And then how do we implement it? And then some questions that I always get when I talk about quiet time. So very quickly, quiet time is just kind of a resting period for kiddos who don't nap. People don't recognize how important a, a little midday rest is. Not, not a full nap, not a full sleep, but it's very important for kiddos who've dropped their nap to have at least some time in the middle of the day, just like downtime. It's also important for adults, obviously, and not a lot of us do that, but very, very important for kids. Very often I'll work with a parent with their toddler and the toddler is like not napping anymore and the parents I says that if they do nap they're up forever but if they don't nap they're a mess by bedtime and they don't know what to do they've already tried a capping nap and very often quiet time can be the answer and so we implement quiet time just for 45 minutes um, to an hour to even two hours and baby toddler is back on track it's really really good for kids it also gives them a lot of independence and so the question is, when do you do it, right? And the very easy answer is when they're no longer napping or when they're starting to drop their nap. A lot of two-year-olds will try to drop their nap. And so I say, you know what, if they're not napping, just at least put them in a dark room and see what happens. And sometimes toddlers would just play but with themselves, with their things, you know, just walk around their crib. And after half an hour, they get annoyed. And so you take them out. And that counts as quiet time. And, you know, sometimes they fall asleep, sometimes they don't. And it depends on each kid. Like if you want them to fall asleep or if you don't, um, you change things up. But once they truly have given up that nap, they're not going to nap. You just close the door. You can have the lights on or the lights dim or just, you know, a window open. So it's not like bright lights. And then you give them options of what they can do. If you trust them with markers, you can give them markers and paper. I, I know most of us don't trust a two-year-old with markers by themselves in a room for an hour uh, or Play-Doh. But you can give them blocks. I remember my kiddo at two, three years old loved trains. And he would just play in his room with trains for about an hour. And it was a really good time for me to bond with my baby who wasn't sleeping. Or if I could, I would time it right as my baby slept. And then that way I got a break in the middle of the day. So activity ideas for quiet time, literally anything, you know, coloring if you trust them, blocks, trains, books if you trust them with books um and then just my two-year-old loves to play with dolls and she's you know we've had dolls with boys and girls but she really loves dolls and she really loves imaginative play and it's the cutest thing she'll just make them kind of act out whatever we've been doing she took her dolls camping yesterday she got this really cute like bluey set for Christmas so she's been playing with those and she makes them move around actually funny she was playing with Duplos yesterday but she made two little towers and she said they were chickens and they were just making them bok 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 to each other it was really really cute uh so anything it, there's no real rules like you can't do this you can't do that it just depends on your kid what do they enjoy what's going to keep them busier 
busiest without you and what can you trust them with? Because, you know, sometimes someone's like, nope, I cannot do Legos with my kids. And I don't have to ask why. Everyone's got their reasons. Or someone's like, nope, I cannot trust them with board books. Like my niece, one of my nieces uh, would rip board books. She's very strong. <laughs> so it just depends on each kid and what you can trust them with and what you need, right? Like my friend, she was a realtor. And so she needed three hours in the middle of the day. And so her daughter, as long as she was happy, she was just in her room for three hours, uh, give or take some snacks or something. And me, I have my two-year-old and she's not, she doesn't need that much rest. She just doesn't. And so her quiet time is more like 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes sometimes, but we're not too specific about it. Also, quiet time has very, you know, it, it, it just has to be what you need it to be. When I was at home by myself, with my two toddlers, I needed them to stay in the room for an hour. And so that's what I taught them to do. That's what I enforced. Now with, you know, I have a two, four and six year olds, quiet time is a time where they can't ask for anything and they know that, but they have to be in a room. So the boys will call, I'll get the living room. Okay. I get the playroom. Okay. I get, you know, my room or livery and they have to stay there for an hour and do whatever they want. You know, they have free access to whatever's in that room. And if they want something from another room, they can go get it. But they have to, you know, go back to their room. And it's just about an hour. It's definitely not as strict as it used to be. But it, they don't need it to be as strict. They know what quiet time is. And they adhere to the rules most of the time. Okay, so that's quiet time. And let me take a break one second. Let me take some coffee. I got this cool um, travel mug. Well, not cool. I say cool. It's cool for me. I got it for $10. But um, it's got this little sippy thing and it's too hot. So I can't drink a lot of it. So I need to open it. Um, I got it because I, I go I sub now. If you don't know, I go to high schools and middle schools and just spend a day a week subbing there for fun. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, so I'm trying to enjoy my coffee. Anyways, so how do you set up quiet time? Because, you know, most most moms look at me like I'm crazy when I tell them, yeah, just tell your two year old to go in the room for an hour or your three or four year old. The way we set it up is we're very clear about expectations. Hey, hon. Or, well, not hun, because that sounds like I'm talking to a husband. Um, hey, buddy, you are going to be in your room by yourself for a little bit. And I'm going to come back when that time is over. And usually something that really, really helps is one of those uh, clocks that changes colors or like a hatch. Those help a lot. You tell them when the light turns green, I'm going to be right back and then we can play together. But right now you got to play by yourself. And you just, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour the first time you try. Most likely it would not work if you tried an hour the first time. It could, you know, a lot of people might work with one of my clients. Um, but you can just do five minutes. And if they say, can I come out now? You say, oh, is the light green? No, all right, I'll be right there. And if they're getting frustrated, you can even just do two minutes and build on from even just two minutes. So first day, again, you just tell them, stay in here and play by yourself. You can do this, 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 this. I will be right back when the light turns green. And they can be staring at that light until it turns green. That's fine. They're just learning the basics of what quiet time is. This, remember, and if you feel mean doing it, remember, this is for their good as well as for your own. It's not, you know, I don't want to deal with you. And so I'm putting you in there and teaching you to stay by yourself. It's more, I am helping you learn a good habit for the rest of your life. Having some time to yourself, a downtime in the middle of the day, and I'm helping you build this habit. Anyways, as the time goes on, you might be able to build to five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And if you're very lucky and you have something that you can control from your phone, you can switch it so that if you're getting really fussy and it hasn't even been 15 minutes, but you know they need to come out, you change the light and you say, oh, look, it's green. We didn't have one of those Bluetooth ones. We had to come in and we would kind of be like, let me check the clock. Let me see. Oh, yeah. And then we turn it to green. Oh, yeah, it's green. Yeah, yeah, come out. 
because we wanted that clock to have power and to have meaning. Um, of course, you don't have to have a signal, a light signal. You could have like, okay, when I play the music, it's time to come out. Uh, or you can have an actual timer, you know, whatever helps your kid. I know my friend said her timer stressed her kid out, so she never used timers. Whereas my sister loves timers and she's a behavior analysis, behavioral person. I forget what the word is. Um, and she uses timers with her kids all the time and with a great success. So again, it just has to work for you. There's no right or wrong way to set it up, but just make sure there's clear boundaries and that you have a signal for them to look for. So the time is over. Again, you can build up to it. First day, just do two minutes if you want. Next day, do five, 10, 15, grow up to it. And you know, maybe you'll never get to an hour. Maybe your kid is just not someone who can play by themselves for an hour at this stage. That's okay. Just do half an hour. Even half an hour gives you some time to, you know, shower or take a little nap or watch a show or crochet or whatever you want to do. Maybe make some bread. It doesn't matter how long it is. It's just good to set up the rhythm. Now let's troubleshoot some. What if your kid just does not want to be in there without you? You might just have to do some training, you know, just stay there, close the door and say, I'll be right back when I can be. They can wait. It is not bad for a kid to wait three, four minutes for their parent to come back, especially if you're burned out, especially if you just desperately need to breathe and, you know, sip some coffee by yourself without a little person on you. That is totally, totally fine. Some people ask me, can I do quiet time with them or does that defeat the purpose? And again, it just depends on your child. You know, someone said, is it okay if they're reading books next to me and I'm reading my book? As long as your kid is getting a good resting period and you're getting kind of a break from it too, because remember quiet time is also helpful for you. That's fine. Whatever works for you. Again, our situation right now, my two-year-old kind of just roams the house sort of or just plays in one room for 10 minutes and then roams the house while her brothers are in quiet time. It doesn't you know, there's no hard rules. Wow, you messed up quiet time. It's more just focus on giving your baby or your toddler a quiet downtime for them to rest. If you know that they absolutely need it, like need a longer one, then you need to kind of crack down more on it and be like, okay, you're going to be in your room, your door's going to be closed and you're waiting for the green light. And that's just what we're doing for your own good. It's kind of like sleep training in a way. You need to go to sleep when I know that you're tired, even if you don't want to, you need to rest. I hope this was helpful. Quiet time is one of my favorite tools to have with toddlers and preschoolers, actually. And even after school, you know, when my, my kiddo comes home from school, my six-year-old, he's almost seven. Um, when he comes home from school, he gets to be on the iPad and play a math game. And that's, I don't know how much downtime that is, but to him, that's what he needs. We figured out he needs that, you know, no one talked to me, no one asked me things. I just need to be by myself focused on something I love. And then after 20 minutes, he puts the iPad away, he communicates, we hang out, my sister comes over with her kids. And so really, it's just about finding what rhythm does your kiddo need and then supplying that. And also what kiddo, what, um, what rhythm do you need and making sure that's something you do. All right. Thank you so much for this suggestion to one of my um, favorite listeners. And if you have had more suggestions, you guys have sent me lots, but if I'm always open to more, I would love to hit up on those. I hope you have a wonderful night and I hope quiet time is a success for you.